There we go. Okay. Hi. Hi. Anyway, what do you want to talk about? Uh, stuff. Stuff. Things. You want to do the same thing as we did last time? Just Is there any other thing that we can do? Well, we could like actually pick something. I mean, and that, that would take actual work. Yeah. So, uh, let's not do that. That's, that's not. That's, that's just that's just too much. Yeah. No, just... Uh, so just go and yeah. Okay. Hold on. Here we here, here we go. Welcome to Curmudgeon's Corner for Saturday, July 23rd, 2022. It is just after 3 UTC as we're starting to record. I am Sam Minter. Yvonne Bo is here. You might have heard him step over the beginning of the theme song. That's okay. Hello, Yvonne. How you doing? Wait, what do you mean? I, well, I just unmuted myself. How the fuck did I do that? I well... Mean- Oh, I, I hit the mute button after I started the song, oh, just enough time for you to say like, ah, or something like that. Oh, well, that's a, well, so a standard sound emitted from me. Yes. Yeah. Just okay. some like, yeah, it, it's like the Pillsbury Doughboy kind of thing. You know, you, you, I mean, it's you like, push you, you know, in the stomach and you make the little noise. Well, you know, speaking of Pillsbury Doughboy, so uh, <laughs> I have a friend of mine who, who is the Pillsbury to- Doughboy. Doi, no, doi, doi, no, doi, 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 no, yes. no, no, but, but, uh, I have a friend of mine who, uh, went to Bul- Bulgaria, uh, uh, for, uh, for a vacation. Okay. Okay. Her, Bulgaria. Her, her right. husband is, uh, married to a Bulgaria, Bulgarian. And so, you know, they, they, they were like going to go over there for a few weeks and she was actually the same as me. I, I wound up coming back early from Bogota because I had work. She was going to come early from work. I was going to go pick her up. So I got a text message from her that, uh, look, uh, that she's not going to be coming earlier because on like the, I mean, it must've been like the first couple of days over there, they were hiking and she fractured her ankle. Okay. Ooh. Now my friend is a very athletic person. she, jogs runs pilates she's in really 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 good shape okay right right okay uh, so this is not i mean yeah uh, i mean she's she's very athletic so this was like well, you know, yeah that, a, that doesn't protect you no like, when no no, you no, fall no. Down well and, what i'm saying yeah. is that a lot of people that usually have some of these kinds of injuries or people sometimes they're trying to do something over what they can do or mm. something like that they're overreaching no she just had a freak accident fractured her ankle okay she was just hiking or whatever walking and so uh, she got emergency surgery a few days ago. So she actually is going to have to wait, uh, you know, change, change your tickets to stay there and actually have to take time off from work. Whole mess. But here, the point of that is not that. What happened is that uh, her surgeon. Okay. Uh, oh, like by, my, by the, by the way, by, by the way, our agenda, our agenda, we're going to go back and forth and just pick topics the whole damn show. This is the but first, but it might as well be the second segment or the third segment or whatever. Or whatever, we're somewhere. We're so like Yvonne, a segment. So Yvonne, so you, and I interrupted you as you were about to say, the surgeon was your doppelganger. Yes. 
I mean, I'm going to send you a picture of this guy, but other than he may be a little bit darker skin than I am by just okay. a little bit. Oh my God, Sam, this guy's my <laughs> doppelganger. I was like, what the hell? And, 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 you know, it was funny because what happened is that her husband first said it, you know, because I've known him for a long time. And, and, and he's like, holy shit. Okay. I just put it on a random channel. Uh, and, on the uh, Corner Slack. So those yeah. of you who are listening who are not on the Slack, what is wrong with you? Contact us through any yes. of the ways on curmudgeonsiphoncorner.com yes, we'll and join the Slack. Whatever, and then you, you know. can see this picture. And, uh, yeah, and, that look that that does look like you. Yes. <laughs> yes. And so her husband's the first one that said, oh, what the hell? Like, Ivan's your surgeon. <laughs> you know, we've been this like, and she's like, oh my God. And the thing is, he has kind of like also my son. Now, what I said is that in this picture, he looks like what I'm not. Uh, the picture I posted is one where is the kind of like what I'm trying to make a serious face, whatever picture, whatever. And she told me that like, oh, yeah, he has your personality. He was like flirting with the nurses, and like talking to and whatever. I'm like, oh, yeah, that sounds like me. Okay. All right. And I'm like, <laughs> so, um, so apparently uh, I have a doppelganger in Bulgaria. I mean, that guy looks. I mean, this is a ridiculous amount of look like me. I, I was just like, very nice, very nice. Uh, just sur- surprised uh, about that. Um, so, so that was one thing that happened. You, you, but the you, second thing, ha- have you have you checked if your father made any trips to Bulgaria at around that time? No, 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 <laughs> no. Actually, the, I know for a fact that the answer is no. Okay, right. Uh, there during the time that I was born, he made trips to like Asia, like India. China, Japan. I know he went to Japan. One of the things that I had when I was a little kid is that he bought one of the first video tape machines uh-huh, uh-huh. with a camera, supposedly portable. This thing was like a suitcase with like reel-to-reel tapes that would record on black and white video okay. on magnetic tape. Okay. Um in a media that was like not easily transferable to any other whatever uh it was uh it was a i, I think i'm pretty sure this company is uh, not in business anymore it was a japanese company that existed for a while it made some pretty good av equipment called uh akai aki i don't know if you've heard of it uh but they used to make uh some pretty uh cool like uh av stuff i'm gonna check this they're still in business i doubt it they they must have gone out of this a long mm. time ago but they made a whole bunch of they they in the back way back when okay in, in way Japan back when. like way back when like together with like a lot of Japanese companies like AVC and uh, JVC Panasonic Sony and all of those uh, they existed and as a matter of fact they still still do exist uh, you know uh, probably in a much reduced uh, state uh, but uh, but. Uh, yeah, uh, they, they still apparently, but they're mostly now, it looks like they're one of these companies that just sells the brand name kind of a right. thing, not, not makes, uh, not makes the products. It was like, they basically in like 99, yeah, they liquidated it like, yeah, in 2000, they liquidated. Okay. So yeah, so they exist basically just as a brand name, but yeah, they used to be one of those. And so they made this. I mean, uh, if you go to her, actually, it's great that in their, uh, in the Wikipedia page, they show like what are the real to real machines that they used to make. So they made one that was a videotape machine. 
and it had this black and white magnetic tape. You know, so uh, it, it, it was not very useful. Okay. It was, it was very cumbersome. But anyway, uh, aside from that, so yes, my father was in Japan. Um, so, um, but uh, uh, another thing on yes. travels or whatever. Okay, so, so, you, so travel. I, I'm trying to discern a theme from it's a tra- what you're... It's an international theme here. It, my, international my... travel theme. Okay, got so it. on an international travel theme. So uh, I, I did go, I, I went to Bogota uh, uh, for a few days, basically just to make sure that my son didn't have a shit fit taking a trip by himself without dad because he's been way too used to being with dad who doesn't go anywhere anymore. Just okay. just to be clear, you're not just picking a random place. Your wife's family lives there. My wife's family's there, so she's going to visit her aunts and uncles over there and whatnot. And so, you know, I, I mean, so yeah, so she was she was going over there, over there to do that. Um, and so on Wednesday was a holiday in Bogota and they had a, uh, what the hell was it? They had a parade. It was a national parade. It was one of these massive parades where they had, you know, a complete military like display. Okay, uh, 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 you know where they have like helicopters, uh, fighter jets. Um, I, I mean, all this kind of shit. Which I, I, I know that I, I, I've just I, I have leaned now completely against the. I don't care what nationality it is, the jingoistic uh, parade. Right. I am really leaned against this because I really think that nationalism of all sorts is just a curse. I I mean, I I get that many, like my family, you know, my family, they're very proud and felt very cool about the parade because a lot of people getting together and whatnot, but... uh, I, I, I'm just I, I I have I struggle with these overtly uh, um, jingoistic parades. Okay? I, I think that there's you know there's sort of Colombian is a Colombian Independence Day, right? Okay, okay. So, yeah. yeah. There's a there's sort of um I don't know. There's a balance to be had there. Like I I, I remember knowing someone uh, a, a few decades ago. I haven't talked to him in forever, but uh, who is very much into their their cultural heritage they were like you know uh, a a a first generation immigrant from wherever like i, I guess they, they i i forget exactly right but um they were very very much into you know it was an eastern european country and they were very much into like this is my heritage and this is important and when when i talked to them they they couldn't understand even where i was coming from when i was like you know they're 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 like well what you know tell me about like the american stuff and i'm like well you know hamburgers hot dogs whatever i don't know you know by the way by the way along the parade route almost every stand had perros yeah hot dogs yeah and hamburgers (laughs) that was i saw more of those than anything else and i thought that that was hilarious yeah well my my point is just like I, I understand some people are very, very proud of their heritage, whatever it is. And, you know, I, you often get this thing where, you know, Americans are too, but they're so like insular that they don't realize how jingoistic American they are because they just don't come in contact with foreigners very often. Um, but like th- there's, 
I think that there's the there it's one thing to sort of be proud of and 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 celebrate uh, the traditions that your parents and your grandparents and whatever had and to preserve some level of that. Uh, but then when you get to the point of, well, whatever my thing is, is the best thing. And yeah. we're, and everybody else is stupid because they don't have this. And, um, and especially like you were talking about, like, if you bring in the military stuff into it, oh my god, you have the Sam, parade with all the soldiers in them. So overtly yeah. militaristic, yeah. Is the, the independent and and everything I saw was military vehicles, one after the other. Mm-hmm. Air fighter jets, helicopters. I'm just like, you're celebrating independence, and you you bring it out like weapons. Yeah, I mean, like, it's it's one thing to have, like, the little festival with your ethnic food and people wear traditional garments and do the little traditional dances and stuff for whatever tradition. It doesn't really matter if, yeah, what, what, or whatever. Yeah, for whatever, the things right? That are, the things that are, uh, the, the things that you, 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 like, identify more, like, uh, 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 natively. Like, uh, I don't know, for Puerto Ricans, a whole bunch of salsa dancing, uh, salsa. Mm-hmm. Uh, plena, which okay, which is a local, local music. Uh, our food, you know, uh, we have like, uh, you know, uh, there's a whole bunch of I could go into details of the food, but there's a whole bunch of very specific food that we eat. But the music, the dance, and that kind of stuff. Which, yeah, and which I, is, I think that stuff's wonderful, and you can share it, and like people, yeah. people who aren't part of that culture can go and participate yes, and soak yes. in it, and be like, "Oh, this is great! I get to learn about like Puerto Rican culture and all of this kind of stuff, and it's cool." And and it, it's it's when it switches into an us versus them kind of thing, but or it almost inevitably in every yeah. one of these, that's what it creates. Okay. And that's the one thing that I was just my flabbergasting moment of the year. I've talked about uh, I've talked about on the podcast how racism isn't an exclusive American thing. Right. How I, I've said before that we talk about it more, which is why it's more public. And I truly believe that that it'll, that it that will, from what I have observed by traveling the world is that a lot of people act like they're enlightened but what happens is this whole damn thing where I have talked about including in myself about the prejudices that you carry and how you look at yourself in the mirror and you fucking like go and say shit I'm carrying those and I need to be cognizant of that right okay and actively work to combat it and and in, in the United States we have done a lot about that. And I think that that's why it, 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 it I, and I'm, I truly believe that's why there's so much conflict about it. Okay. Because there's so many people that don't want to do that. Okay. Right. But, but at the same time, I do think that it's healthier to confront this than just to, well, you know, honestly, maybe it's a, it's a good thing out of all the shit that Trump has brought is that we're actively confronting this. Instead of like acting like it doesn't exist, right? When it was there, okay. Yeah, it was only hidden, just barely below the surface, and only, frankly, uh, we've talked about this before too. It was hidden below the surface for those of us who were oblivious. 
Right. You know, but, for... but, but, but the one thing is, but, but, the, but the thing is that it, 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 no, it wasn't that it was oblivious. It was that a lot of people that maybe wanted to do it felt ashamed before then to right. do so they, they were public. But what, yeah, but what I mean is like, you know, if you were actually a member of a marginalized community, oh, you, you knew were, that it was happening. You were you under no illusions. Happening. You, you could, t- you could, you could cut through the code. Okay. Right. Okay. And, and that's the thing. Um, and so I'm walking down the street and there is a guy wearing a sweatshirt. Okay. During the parade that said, love animals, hate Jews. <sighs> okay. Out in public. And I was just, and, and this is the one thing that I say about, oh yeah, there's no racism in other countries or whatever. No, the shit, whatever. Listen, fucking people get your head out of your ass. This is a global problem. It's a global problem. It's not just here. The fact that Trump made the people that were racist not be embarrassed about it anymore and made us have to basically have to duke it out in public now as a fucking like real battle for everything is a difference, but that's, and my wife is like, well, which may be possible. He doesn't, you know, it's possible. Uh, he doesn't know English. He doesn't, he may not know that that says it. And I'm like, listen, listen, let me tell you something. You fucking think this guy has walked around with his friends and none of them knew English and none of them told him what the fuck the sweater says. Mm-hmm. Bullshit. This guy's okay with wearing this out in public. And I was just, you know, this isn't a this isn't a rip on Colombians for anything. That not at all. Uh, uh but but I, I will say this that in the United States, we are more um cognizant of that kind of racism against shoes. But let me tell you something. Outside the U.S., saying anti-Jew shit like this, and in Latin America specifically, people like don't even, they say it and they don't even think about it. And so I was just, I mean, my wife was like, no, and I'm like, no, I'm not going to go. I got Manu in my hand. There's a massive parade out here. I'm not going to do anything. But it was just, woof, to see that. Right. I mean, what the fuck? And so let me disabuse all of you folks that think that race relations are better in uh, the rest of the world. Let me tell you something. No, they're not at all. We're probably, I will say flat out. No, we're not probably. Actually, let me take that back. We are, unfortunately, at the tip of the spear in this fucking battle. <laughs> as bad as it is, we're better than a lot of places. Because, we fucking conf- because we're fucking confronting it. Every fucking day we're arguing about it. We're not fucking putting it down. And yes, it's, it's a very painful thing to do, is what I'm saying. I'm not saying we're better. But what I'm saying is that the difference is... The word, you know what? 
We're not sitting over here and saying, ah, it's fine. Oh, no, that's just how they talk. Oh, no, whatever. You know, uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, the Austrian Grand Prix was held in Austria. Okay. Okay. And there was an incredible amount of uh, racist women abuse and a whole bunch of shit at this race. 300,000 people that attended this event. Enough that uh, F, the, the global organizing body for F1, which is now owned by a U.S. investor. Uh, uh, <laughs> funny. I mean, how F1 is now owned uh, by a company that's controlled by the guy that founded TCI Cable. Uh, oh, God, what the hell is this? God damn. Oh, Jesus Christ. And their CFO is a guy that used to be CFO of Microsoft. Uh, uh, God. Oh, Jesus. How can I not? Re- li- Liberty <laughs> Global. What the hell? Nice, Yvonne. I'm sorry, I'm getting old. I, these names used to roll off the, the tip of my tongue. Um, um, oh, God. Uh, uh, John Malone. John Malone is, uh, is a guy that, um, look, it, this guy is a multi-billionaire based in the U.S., Basically, he's created uh, uh, what is AT&T Cable right now. Uh, he, is, uh, he is one of the uh, recognized uh, global mo- moguls, mogul, mogul, okay, mogul? Yep, yep. in, 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 uh, in uh, media. Okay. He owns Sirius XM. He founded TCI Communications, Charter Communications. Uh, he is on the board of Discovery Communications. Uh, I mean, Expedia. Uh, I mean, DirecTV Group. New look, every damn major company. So they they bought it a few years ago from a guy that <laughs> uh, uh, called Bernie Ecclestone. That a couple of weeks ago, uh, basically publicly said a whole bunch of anti-Semitic shit against the Jews and said that he loves Vladimir Putin. So that's the trade-off that you got. But okay. bottom line is that, uh, I mean, this race was in Austria, okay? People think enlightened Europe, right? Look, the level well, of well, Austria shit... isn't part of... It, it, Austria is not a part of Europe that people tend to say is enlightened. It's sort of... The, well, the further, e- the further time, east you go, the more the reputation is that... Yeah, well, but Austria isn't that far east. I mean, Austria is between the border of Italy and Germany, okay? It's bordering Switzerland. It's not exactly... It's not in Eastern Europe, okay? It's, it's, it's getting close. But okay, go ahead, yes. It's getting close to what? As a matter of fact, I mean, the, like the other side track, of Austria is like Hungary and Romania well, and all of those kinds Hungary of things. Hungary has all this shit or whatever, but it's right there. But the bottom line is that, 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 that that's the kind of shit that happened at the race. It was so bad that F1 globally, every fucking race team had to send a message out condemning what the fuck happened at the race. Mm-hmm. Remember, we're talking about, I mean, okay, great. So it was even just a disrespect for women. Okay, it was just such a harassing event at such a overt level that so many people left there like, uh, I mean, they were scared and they said it flat out that it was just an unsafe environment. Uh, and so, I don't know, I, I just, I know I, 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 I brought in a, uh, a butt first that wasn't uh, 
uh, uh, light and frothy, light and frothy. It was in the opposite scale. It's You've just done because this before on the same it, topic. It was just so so <laughs> off- it was just so offensive, Sam. I mean, I'm telling you, Sam. I mean, you know what? How the hell you want me to feel? I'm walking down the motherfucking street, and I see a sweater. A sweater. 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 What the fuck am I talking? A sweater. A sweater with big fucking letters saying "Love animals, hate Jews." I mean. I was just like, I, I, I was just, I, I, I couldn't, I, I mean, my wife was like, just calm down, just calm down. And I'm like, how the fuck you want me to calm down? I, I, I it's just, I mean, I, I honestly, later I almost wanted to cry. Right. I mean, that's how things are. And unfortunately, this is the bullshit that we're, le- this is the bullshit world that we're fucking living with that apparently includes uh, uh, one of the Kardashians. Well, reportedly, and I I think that they may be wrong, but a lot of people are saying that this happened. Deciding that uh, they wanted to beat traffic. They flew to a private jet for like three, you know, they did a three minute flight (laughs) in order to uh, beat the traffic in LA. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. I, I yeah, while the world is burning, while Europe is burning. Yes. Um, so what, you know, anything else on your fun travel, international travel pick? Prefer <laughs> to but first. Uh, oh, okay, I will say something that was uh, that was uh, fun. Okay. So they have upgraded the experience at Global Entry. Okay. All right. So I have signed up for Global Entry now for. Ever since it existed, this, this is like a shortcut for customs or something, right? It, it's it's the immigration shortcut. Okay, basically, you don't have to do the line; they don't have to look at your thing. And it used to be, I'm going to go back to uh, uh, twenty plus years ago. It's a thing called Port Pass, and so Port Pass they gave you a card, and you registered your fingerprints, and it was a fingerprint reader. And you put that card down and they read your fingerprints and it cleared you immediately. There was somebody there that just like was looking at to make sure that it was you for saying the card, but they just looked at it and let you through to make sure nobody was just cutting through the gate or whatever, you know, maybe tailgating behind you on the gate or something. Right. Okay. So after 9-11, they shut that down. Then a few years later, it came out with Global Entry. Global Entry um, was this program where... um, uh, they put these kiosks at the airport. Uh, they read your fingerprints and whatnot or whatever. You put your passport and input some of your information on your flight, which now a lot of the airlines pre-trans uh, the airlines now pre-transmit all that information. And uh, uh, it read your fingerprints. And then uh, a guy at the exit uh, looked at your passport and checked the receipt that was printed. And, you know, so then you would get out and it was, it was pretty expeditious. Uh, and and I know a few years back, they started doing some stuff with facial recognition about this, okay? Where I wasn't even having to put down my passport. So first, it started reading your, 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 your face, and it would recognize you, and it would spit out a receipt confirming your details, and then somebody would look at it and look at the receipt or whatnot. Now, now they've gotten it all the way out to where... Fuck. I mean, all I did was take the picture. It automatically it, 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 it used to ask me to confirm some details. It didn't ask me shit. 
this time. Immediately said, snap my picture and said, welcome to the USA. I'm like, oh, I didn't even have to ask a question. And apparently, so now the guy at the exit, instead of having to look at passwords or whatever, has a tablet. And apparently what happens at the kiosk is immediately sent to his tablet. Okay. okay. And so the guy is looking at you. He's comparing your picture. You have to maybe show your mask, put down your mask, whatever, if you're wearing one or one. Now, 99.999% of the people weren't, but I was, okay? And uh, and I was even wearing an N95. But I'm, like, going through there, and I'm, like, you know, show my face. And I'm, like, you know, he's looking at me. I'm, like, good, go, thank you. And that's it. And that was pretty slick. I got to admit. I mean, it was, like, I've never cleared uh, immigration that fast, ever. Period. Well, nice. Uh, speaking of which, I just want to give an update. I realized I should give an update. Uh, a few months oh, back. Oh, your passport information. Oh, yes. What happened? Bo- both my wife and I are now in possession of our new passports. All ready to go for my trip to Canada in a few weeks. But 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 unlike my son, your son doesn't have a passport and he's not traveling. Uh, he, well, we, we submitted his application at the same time we submitted mine, but uh-huh. we did not expedite it. It has not arrived yet. It will soon within the next few weeks, it'll probably arrive, but we did not expedite it. Cause like mine, I, every single option there was to make it do faster. I was like, yes, yes. I want that. Yes. I want that. <laughs> I want that too. I want that too. And, um, you know, so I, I, my password password, my passport password? did arrive. Um, his, uh, well, will probably come, I don't know, next month or something. But it, it'll, he will have a passport. Well, that's good. Thank he God. was not and thrilled I... by this idea. He does not Why? want one. Because having one implies that he might have to travel somewhere. Oh, Jesus Christ, this fucking kid. <laughs> <laughs> My and son he... is more excited about the flight than anything else, but, you know... Well. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, no, no. My, 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 my son does not want to go anywhere. Um... That, it reminds but, me that I saw my son's passport that apparently it's up for de- renewal next year again. Five years for the for the little take. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, you better get on it. It's a pain in the ass right now. Yeah. Well, no. <laughs> I, I, I was I saw it uh, that it was like uh, January. And so as soon as he gets back, I'm going to send up uh, the renewal to get started. Uh, yeah. OK, we, we've had we have we've had 30 minutes of uh, you rambling about travel to scare people away. So my turn for a little bit. Um, well, and, and I, racism and, and racism. Yeah. Yeah. Travel and racism. Good combination. Um, anyway, uh, I, I will make mine short uh, because uh, I don't really have anything to say about this. And the major event is not for a little while yet. But uh, in this last week, uh, I believe I believe it was this last week, uh, NASA uh, announced the target launch dates for Artemis One. Oh, did I not mention that I saw the rocket at the pad? Oh, cool. Um, uh, uh, I, I, I do. Yeah, well, I mean, just that. Uh, I mean, we did go to Kennedy Space Center twice the last three months, and. Mm-hmm. We did see Artemis when it was rolled out to the, and, to and the pad. For, for anybody who doesn't know, Artemis is the new moon rocket. Yes. And so we did see it out there for testing. Um, pretty cool uh, to see it, to be able to, uh, to to see it while it was out there at the pad. Um, you know, they're very excited about it over there. Let, so let the, they, they announced uh, the 
uh, the first few launch windows. The first launch window is on August 23rd. And they announced uh, basically daily launch windows with a couple of exceptions from August 23rd to September 6th. So that's the range that they expect it to launch in. Uh, so it could be as early as August 23rd if everything goes right. Uh, and they've got a sequence of uh, alternates over the next week and a half or two weeks or whatever it is. I can't do that calendar math um, uh, to, to, to do this thing. Now, this is an unmanned test mission, yes. but it's going to go all the way to the moon, around the moon a couple times back, you know, basically test out all the technology uh, with the goal of uh, actually, you know, sending people uh, potentially the next year. Uh, no, 2024 is 2020. The, right. 2024. That's the target. Yeah. 2024 is the planned lunar flyby with humans and uh, let's just say uh, an Artemis. I thought it was 3. 2025 for, uh, that they were targeted. And, the land. You, no, 2024 is a, a human Humans in the capsule for a flyby, but not a landing. Right, twenty twenty-five is for the landing. Landing, land. yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the unmanned test is like less than two months Ooh. from now. Yeah, and uh, we saw it uh, out of the pad. We were very excited about seeing it out of the pad. And um, all is all is uh, looking looking good. Um, everything's looking very this, good over there yeah. about that. Yes, 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 yes. So I, I, uh, you know, good. Th this is exciting. Like uh, I, I did not buy. I was gonna buy some Artemis shirts because I was. We were very excited. I couldn't find the right stuff that I really wanted. They, they, they didn't have as many as I wanted uh, options, but yeah. But they got some cool Artemis gear over there. I was gonna next time. I, I'll, I'll try to see if I I go. I, I want to try to go and. I mean, I I wanted to see if they pin down a launch date. We didn't want to see a launch. Well, there there you go. That well, it's. August 23rd to September 6th. That is I know, I know, I know. And it, it, it's like and it's a time that I between that window that I, I I've planned to go to Orlando to be closer. So if it, they could pin down the date, I'll, well, I'll, no. I, I, just to be clear, the current plan is August 23rd. Ah, the other so they, dates are like if August 23rd doesn't work out, they'll well, try the 24th. But, if the 24th know, what doesn't I, work you know, out. What I was saying is that, you know, look, if the week before you have a weather forecast and it looks like shit. Okay. Right. You know, you're not going to launch on the 23rd. So I'm right. not going to book a hotel to go over down on the 23rd to look at rain. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I, I, it doesn't seem like a good idea. I want to see how I, I saw. Okay. I already figured out, which I hadn't before. There's a hotel like at a good location over there, near there, where you can get. To a good spot to watch the launch. Okay, I already found. I already scouted a spot. So if they give, if it gets closer to a firm date, I, well, I can like. Well, you I, know, I, but that's when everybody else is going to jump in too. Um, I, I think people have been not as passionate about this as the other ones. Okay, okay. all right. And so I, I think we'll be. I, I if I, I'm going to look at. I'm not talking about looking at the three day weather forecast. I'm going to look at the ten day weather forecast. I've got my I've got my my Kennedy uh, Space Center annual passes, okay. <laughs> so I can get uh, I did buy those so I can get in, you know, more easily. So I I'll, I'm gonna try to see if I could I could you know finagle something. Uh, I'll you. try. I'm not I'm not gonna guarantee it because work lately has been, you know, work. Jesus. Yeah. Christ. 
And apparently, yes. The one thing is, here's the thing about my current job. It, unlike some of my other jobs at other times, it, right now the job I am, every minute I'm not I, every my my direct activity drives more money into my pocket more directly than any other job that I've had in a while. Mm, okay. Because in some of the others, it's like the act of managing other people. But in my case right now, it's like really whatever the hell I do can make the difference. And so that's why sometimes I'm just like time. You know what did we say? The whole old, old saying about time is money. Literally mm -hmm. in my case, it is right now. So I, 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 I don't know if you guys heard this whole thing. I kind of like, I, I, I've noticed that I like making money. I, it's just one of those things. But those I like receiving money. That's but, fine. But I, I, I like both the making and the receiving of the money, which is, which is, you know, I, I like the actual, I like to close a deal. I like getting somebody sign a line. I'm like, yes. Okay. So I like that. So I say anyway, Artemis uh, baby. Uh, and I was just going to note too, uh, uh, like the actual mission timeline for like Artemis, like if they successfully launch it, it's like a 25 day thing, you know, cool. you know, it's, they, they launch, they have to travel to the moon. They go around the moon a little bit. Then they have to travel back. Then, you know, it, this is not like, you know, up yeah, and down again like, in a day. It's not like a, it's not like John Glenn out, you know, in orbit like for a day, whatever. Or or even some of the um the 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 you know the the various like SpaceX things where there's a launch and they put up a satellite and it's done, right? Or whatever. Or even, even when like they deliver people well, to the space station, this. right? 25, 25 days is longer than than a lot of the Apollo missions themselves. How long were they? How long were they? Now now, they now were, you're making me check. Because it, it it is also by the way just in the last couple of days we're we're in the anniversary period for the Apollos. Yes. Apollo eleven was July sixteenth to July twenty fourth, which, as you said, that's eight days, not twenty five. Yeah, yeah. This, this is a lot longer. And I, I don't know, like, what was the longest? I am not going to look it up. I'm not going to look oh, it up. Oh God, now I'm looking it up. Jesus fucking christ well i mean not counting like space station space shuttle blah 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 what was the longest of the moon missions you know well okay that's what i'm looking at uh apollo 7th was 11 days apollo 8 that made it to the moon was only six days think about that it was like you know they, they went to lunar orbit nine was 10 days 10 was eight days 11 was 8 days, 12 was 10 days, Apollo 13 was only 6 days, but the well was a little bit shortened. Things happened. Yes, exactly. Apollo 14 was uh, 10 days, 15 was 7 plus 5, 12, uh, 16 was uh, 11, and 17 was 12. So basically, yeah, that's what I what I remember. Yeah, this is a much longer mission than that. Right. Anyway, I was excited. I saw the announcement. I'm like, oh, whoa, that's like that's like sneaking up on me. 
Cause like, you know, it, it, it's always seemed like the return to moon thing was like always a long time in the I, future. I, I and gotta say that I realized that it was a lot closer. And I, I just told when you saw a few it. days ago, well, no, 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 no. Well, well, I saw it obviously because I saw them out on the pad and I've been going to Kennedy space center and I've I, I, recently, and it's like the third time I've gone to Kennedy space Center in the last six months. So I, I, I've been following up on it a little bit. And the other day, my wife was talking about space exploration or whatever. I said, well, you know, we're, we're, you know, we're planning to land on the moon in 2025. And she's like, what do you mean? Well, they, yeah, that's what Artemis is planning to do. And she was like, huh? So yeah. So I was just actually talk, telling my wife about this last week. Okay, so I, I, I've been, like, following up on it. And, yeah, I mean, seeing the... Uh, honestly, I have some pictures that I took with my son. You know, uh, we, we got we got pretty close to where the rocket is, okay, and was able to, to get a photo op of it uh, when it was out at the... Uh, when they were at it at the pad, they were doing some testing and whatnot. They put it on a crawler, and they took it out. And, you know, they, they were doing certain te certain tests, you know, before the launch. And so I got a picture of my son with... with Artemis rocket behind him already too and stuff. You know, we're and, very excited. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I and like I said, it's just sort of like this this particular thing is like mentally in my head always been, oh yeah, they're talking about going back to the moon. But oh, it's no, always no, no, way no, out. No, of, no, 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 no. This we are, shit. I know it's, yeah. it's 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 I'm just saying it snuck up on me. It's snuck on me up on me because they actually have I've know, been doing we're, it. We're going to the fucking moon, man. Shit. And meanwhile, I'll also say, since we're talking space, uh, the James Webb Space Telescope, we, oh, we, we briefly mentioned it the other day when you Dude. made a joke about it, but like, it's out there. It's, 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 you know, they had the first few images that they had the press conference on, but since then it's, it's been spewing out data to scientists and they've been selectively releasing stuff. And there's been lots of cool stuff coming out of it. Some of it's just really pretty. But like, there's a lot of like scientific stuff coming out already, and they'll be an they'll be analyzing results out of this thing for years and years and years. It's expected to have a, a life of twenty years. Uh, you know, it's a ten years well, officially planned, you know, twenty years expected. I, I will say that uh, you know I had read up on the mission before you know it got to you know to be in in live use. Okay. Mm -hmm. But one of the things that was always, and I, I have not read into the details and then I, I dug into it to comprehend exactly is where the hell the damn telescope is in, is in orbit. Okay. Right. Because the location is just, I mean, I, I don't, I mean, we've never placed an object in like stationary location like that out that far out in space ever before. To do the this Sun kind of Earth L two Lagrange point. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> way the fuck which, out which, further which, than the moon. Which, by the way, I, I vaguely remember studying this when I was a physics major in college about like the the Lagrange points. They're just a handful I of remember, stable I points. It, yeah, I remember reading about it exactly. Same thing as you. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a very cool, very cool. Some nice, nice. Nice pictures coming out. I'm sure most of you have seen them already. If you haven't, look them up. They're really cool. You know, pretty pretty space pictures. Okay. You know, for all the fucked up things that we can do as humanity, that and, and then we do something that fucking pretty fucking awesome. <laughs> I mean, it's, 
It's yeah. Just this, and, and like yeah. for, for, for like lay people like us, it's like, Oh, pretty space picture. But again, like the, the actual scientists digging into these things uh, have opportunities to learn quite a bit about the early universe. They're also looking at, uh, uh, you know, various extrasolar planets that might may have the right conditions for life. And there's all kinds of cool stuff they're doing. All yes. kinds of cool stuff. Yes. Very. So, okay. Okay. That's it. That's it for space. Space! In, unless Elon's doing something exciting with space. He's, he's too busy with Twitter lately. Well, he's being sued a little bit. Yeah. Anyway... Okay, let's take a break. Uh, if there are any listeners left, uh, we will come back and Yvonne <laughs> and I will alternate on more serious topics for the rest of the show. Sound good, Yvonne? It sounds like a plan to me. Okay, here we go. Alex and the Web.com. Bang Alex and Dad. Gaming videos and more from Alex. Elementary school fight day. YouTube by night. AlexMZilla.com. Alexamzilla is A-L-E-X-M-X-E-L-A and dot com is period and then C-O-M. By the way, before we get on to other topics, I just want to mention, like, last year, Alex was, like, post, in the second half of last year, he was posting, like, two, three videos a day, whatever, because he had the goal of 365 videos in 2021 and he he met his goal on the very last day on New Year's Eve he was pushing out videos to make that goal and he did that and then uh in 2020 2020 2020 2020 in 2022 um he slowed down dramatically and he and he's like and he's got a couple months between videos then he posted a couple and like I ask him occasionally like hey, are you going to work on some videos and he's like I don't feel like it right now He's doing other stuff. He's doing, he's occupying himself with other things right now, but at some point he'll probably go back and post more new videos. He's still posting videos from when he was seven. Those are a little bit old. Yeah. You know, but he's posting them in order, in the order that he recorded them. Now he's, he's actually gone back to recording new ones. So he's once again, recording videos faster than he's publishing them and getting even further behind. I mean, one thing that he confirms every second that of his existence <laughs> is that he's definitely your descendant. <laughs> yes, because you got to publish them in order. You can't you can't be skipping around. That's, you know, that's not right. It, it, it's the same as as my son confirms every time that he goes to a crappy hotel or something, and he's just like, "What the fuck? What is this shit? Get me out of here." <laughs> And I mean, the kids die and he doesn't even know what the fuck money is. Yes. Anyway, Yvonne, what's your choice for a first topic? Well, first topic of this segment. We already had like uh, a melange of stuff in the first segment. A melange? We got to get melange? control. Of, yeah. We, we got to get control of that first segment. It just is. It, it's sprawling a, a little bit much, but okay, go ahead. It's, 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 it's us. Whatever. Exactly. Uh, okay. Uh, you know, if let's... you don't like it, fuck you. You're not listening anymore anyway. There you're you tuned, go. Exactly. You're, you're tuned fired. out like 40 we're minutes fire, ago. We're firing the listeners. That's my new, you know, you don't like it, suck it. There you go. Okay. There you there go. You go. My, new, yeah. my, new public, my new public relations, you know, campaign. 
You know, okay, I put that so, on a T-shirt. Curbudge's sure, Corner. If you don't like it, suck it. Okay, there you go. That's our new. That, that sounds like a good title for for our. Yes, for an appropriate donation, we will send you that T-shirt. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, yeah. Okay, you know what? I'm gonna go off uh, on another end on some stuff. Okay, go off and uh, talk about. Uh, so this week, uh, there was a controversy in Buenos Aires. Okay. Ah, okay. About, uh, certain schools wanting to introduce gender neutral language, uh, to schools in Spanish. Mm -hmm. And I'll basically, the city said, they passed and said, you know what? No, you can't do it. And on the face of it. I, some people would say, well, this sounds very uh, anti-inclusiveness. And I am I kept going through it, and at first I'm like, is it? Is it not? Is it? Is it not? I, I'm trying to figure it out. And then I started going through the entire romance languages, because this is a, co- this is a complicated issue with romance languages. Because everything is gendered. In some way. But, but it... It, it, yeah, it, it, it's gendered. Uh, well, I well, like got taught. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Let me, wait, wait, let me let, clear. Let, yeah, I got taught that uh, unless it was referring to something about people, the whole thing was that certain articles with use were certain words ending in a certain word, and certain articles with use were other words, and that the gender was meaningless. That there was no gender in those. That the gender was only related to things that related to people. Okay? Because they're saying, well, because everything is so male-dominated. And I'm like, I started going through words and romance languages. Well, I I, I was going to ask this, because, like, yeah, because what you're saying is the articles are meaningless and... Is it... But like, yes, because but, it, but, it's but like, it let, me, let me be clear, because if 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 the whole thing is, well, we're trying to eliminate uh, male dominance or it, because one of the things, the, the main thing that we're talking about is male dominance in certain words. And I started going through how well, many words that are is important. Is it really do- dominance or is it just because the case here was that when you're talking about gender neutral, you're not talking about, you know. The thing is, you're, you're talking about the neutral word, but, but like, okay, let, let me, let, wait, let me, let me just, let me just clarify some, something as background to make sure I'm understanding correctly, because my understanding from, you know, the year I had of Spanish or two years, like in seventh and remember eighth this, now to remember this what, one thing is uh, affects almost all romance language, right? Right. All it's romance languages. Just, but the basic idea is like anything. Like you talk about a rock, you talk about some soap, right. you talk about a boat, la roca. All, so yeah, rock would be la roca, right? So that's female, right? Yeah, uh, and it, well, or it's well, but but it, it goes back to the, what I was taught when I took school. What I got taught romance languages, they basically said that th- those just simply is it's just the article you use with it. It doesn't denominate gender. But do you are are there sort of female associations with the objects that are gendered female like is okay like let me give you examples la casa the house yes yes la biblioteca the library right la roca why is a rock related to women 
You're going to tell me a library is related to women? Hell, I would think that you would think that the libraries would be related to men because they're the ones that control stuff. What about a house? I mean, it, it, it's just, I started going through a whole list of them. Well, you, you, and if, and yeah. if you, what you were saying is that all these words were, oh, because it's male dominated. There was, well, it was, it was, the, so many, was the issue is la, male dominated. La, la legislatura. The wait, wait, l- let me ask. What was was the issue that it's male dominated? Yes. Or, or were yes. they looking the, the, the for first, like well, the no, no. gender? Yes. Because I'm no, thinking no, no. for, for yes. gender neutral, I'm thinking Listen. like non-binary and all this kind of stuff. No, the first the first thing that kicked it off primarily was male dominance. And so, so not I'm like so not, not trying to not make not room just, for for non-binary correct. and that kind of stuff. Correct. And so I was like, what the fucking but but the thing is that I'm like, okay, the problem is that the entire construct of language, it, it of all the romance languages, it, 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 the, again, what I got, what, what we got taught when I taught, when I took two romance languages in school, French and Spanish, was that the only gender-related things that existed in the language had to do with people or animals. All the other things just had to do with how to build a sentence related to the object. That's it. And they had no gender determination. Now, and that's feel- what I got taught. Okay, I, I understand and you I got never, taught and I, that. And I, is there, is there, do, you, do you feel like there's any sort of notion of yeah, but like subconsciously you think no, about that and you no, nothing. No, no, not 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 uh, Sam. Okay, the banking system. La banca. <laughs> yes. Okay. Oh, so we want the female dominated so we were trying 200 years ago to create a female dominated banking system? Female dominated bot libraries, female dominated houses. What the fuck are you people talking about? If the whole thing well, I Back don't know about banking, was, but li- libraries and houses are both female-associated things. Okay, banking. Uh, not, not, not really. The community. Yes, that, that might be female. You you think that the community? Yeah, it's associated. No, no, no. I'm going to go back to the house. When we're talking about a patriarchal society, do you think uh-huh. that they wanted to create a female term for what is supposed to be a patriarchy. Well, the home the traditionally home. is like... Yeah, but yeah, the, you see, that's the thing. In English, you have the, which uh-huh. refers to an, to an object. The home. Okay? And so, it, it, it's just, if you go through it, <laughs> la legi- okay, I'll give you a good one. La legislatura, the legislature. Okay. You think they, they were thinking about a female-dominated legislature? 300 years ago, 200 years ago. I don't know. How, how many women you think were in the legislature 200 years ago? How about, how about a big fat zero? <laughs> and, and so you keep going through the words and I'm like, I'm sorry. No. If you go through a list of important terms, la gobernación, the, the governorship, again, female, you, you think they were thinking about female governors i don't think so and so the thing is that you go through the vocabulary and there is no you the only thing you find 
is that the word, depending on how it was constructed, got uh, got one article or the other. None of them with, I mean, so many important terms, none of them related to whether it's male or female. And so you, you, you try to create this now, where what you're doing is confusing people. Now, how about for- shit that it is not that is not understood by a lot of people, and to a point where I'm gonna look. I will say that, especially in the country that they were doing it, where um, they've had uh, a female president. A female. I, I will say this: the only country that, or the few countries that we've had, that I've seen more women managers, more women in leadership than anyone that I know, okay? And and that actually prob- is far less... The U.S. is far more fucking male-dominated than Argentina is. Now, I know they were trying to do it for gender-neutral, is yeah, what they were uh, talking like, about. Yeah, let, let me, that, let me that, ask... Which that was the effort. But the thing is that I'm just like... Well, like the, the let, things let, that they were using, it was it, it, it's like the constructs they were using were like adding ampersands and X's. Yeah, because I, I, I just want to say, like the, the, the article you pointed out for reference for people uh, is from the New York Times in Argentina, one of the world's first bans on gender neutral language, uh, published on July twentieth. And I, I've been scanning through this while you were talking, and a lot of this article isn't about gender neutral a, yeah, object it is it is about people and it is and about have... people now and, and it is a problem and and here's the thing it is about addressing a real problem it is about addressing a real problem about uh the lgbta community and acceptance in the community which i will agree that in argentina they have a lot more rejection there is there's more male female equality than in a lot of countries that I have worked at, okay? Um you know that that the the man is not that it is the male dominance in Argentina is like the the expectation that the man is the one in charge in Argentina is so much less than in the U than in the US. Mm. It's crazy, okay? Uh, where you are, you are used to going into meetings with like women CEOs, women chiefs, women managers on a regular basis. Okay, uh, I mean it, it, it's just a lot more. You don't you don't walk in and are surprised by that. Okay, that's been my experience. Okay, from so many spending that much time there. However. I will say that they are right in the ter- in terms of the fact that inclusion of LGBT groups is a big pro- is is a huge problem. Yeah, and, and that like, is that is a very big problem. I just don't know if that by doing this they are addressing it because one of the problems with it it goes back to. In so many of the things that they were trying to do, it does the lang is the language really? Uh, is is the thing that they think is gender being gender in a lot of words? In a lot of words, it isn't. Now, what I will say is that when referring to people, 
Yeah, like the, the examples here were not yeah. like rock and boat and whatever. It was like students. Yeah, right. And and things like this when they're talking about communities of people or allowing like, but the thing like in is English that, yeah. we have the argument about the the singular they and all of but, that kind of but stuff. The thing it's is, equivalent to that. Yeah. But and and so yeah, and so but Spanish has had an issue where there isn't an article there 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 isn't a construct for it. I just don't think that they're fixing it with the constructs that they provided. Well, I, but I the, the I real problem I have on this is the idea of passing a law about it at all. Let well, yeah, yeah. let people evolve the language the way they want. The idea that there's going to be a law that says you cannot do this. Well, rubs me the wrong one, way completely. Well, Let the, I know. I, I think that the one thing is also that Spanish, like, and, I, and I've mentioned this before. As an official arbiter of what the language is. But I think that's bullshit to begin with. Well, you know, there should well. not be an official arbiter of the language. Language well, evolves I, over time naturally. Let it evolve however the hell but, it evolves. But, here, but here's the one thing, okay? None of the terms that they propose that they're trying to teach a school is anything that anyone... In, in in society is actually using it was like somebody yeah. went, sat down at a fucking meeting and said hey why don't we use this shit okay and you're like fuck nobody says that in yeah that, that, life. that like th this and this ties to what you've said multiple times before about latinx and all this kind of stuff and that makes a lot of sense like it, I it, it sounds like it came out of some fine fucking like uh, you know, focus group, no, not even focus group, some kind of meeting where some genius has decided, you know what? We need to fix this here. Use these. And everybody's looking at them. We're never going to say that. What are you out of your fucking mind? Well, and I think that the way these kinds of, the way language should evolve is like the people who are passionate about this start using it. And if it catches on, then it becomes the normal now thing. That over some I, period now, of time. now that I agree. And none of these things that they proposed is shit that any, it's like, you know how we've come up with certain terms and it, it, it and I think that you've hit the nail on the head that we've come up with a whole bunch of terms that all of a sudden start being using. We start using in general terms. And a lot of times this has happened with a Royal Academy where they've adopted those terms and said, oh, look, this is what's being used by most people to do this. So let's, you know, let's adopt it and let's let's teach it. I, I actually like the, the concept of having the Academy in terms of because I know they have actually been of incorporating stuff that's used in order to be able to teach a language that is consistently being used and understood across I don't know how many countries. I lost track. Okay. And so, uh, you know, they pre provide materials or whatever. It's not like it's the law, but it, it, it you know, it, it, it does help, you know, uh, give guidance to people to how to use it now. But the one thing is like, as you said, language comes out of like usage, you know, of things that we create. And so, but none of these things that they put down as, Hey, use this. It's like shit that, Anybody at school would look at it. It's like, I've never had anybody say that. What the fuck are you talking about? Now, if it was on TV or something or whatever, then I guess it would be. But and I, I, I uh, listen. Here's the one thing: I want to advocate. I am a big advocate for inclusion and for doing that. I, I, I what, what just pisses me off is like just to, to do shit that winds up rubbing everybody the wrong way into doing it is not helping. It doesn't help. But at the same time, you think about like if if there is a student who in a class who wants to be addressed by a non-gender 
a non-gendered term. Like there should be freedom to like be acceptant of that, that student and, okay. and, and address them student... the way they wanted to. Oh, whereas... oh, right. The way they wanted to. Yeah. But but this is th- that's not even that. No, but some of these laws are saying that it's prohibited. Like they can't the no, teacher no, no. It's prohibited can't... from being told no, no, no. It's prohibited from being taught. What they wanted is to teach that as the curriculum for correct Spanish. Which is, it's not, it's not, okay, that, you can't say it. The, the beginning of it. the beginning of the article said use of the language, not teaching yeah, well, of the language. You, well, so. it's, okay, well, what I, what I understood from the law, what I read it from the article that I got, I saw the New York Times article, I shared it with one in English, but when I read, it, it's not. It's not used. It's not like a teacher can't say it. They can say whatever the hell they want. It's like teaching it as proper Spanish. Okay. Mm. And if it's not something that anybody else uses, then how the hell are you help? I, I I just feel like it's now. Look, the obviously this goes back. Now I can understand. I'm looking at it from the language perspective. Okay. All right. Not the actual like inclusive perspective. Okay. Mm-hmm. I can see how a lot of people did see this as, ah, they don't want inclusiveness because of what I mentioned before about how there is such an issue with that in Argentina. And there is. Hell, not just in Argentina, but in all Latin America. It's just a reality, okay? Um, I just don't know if this... It, it, I, I, I just get really, like... I want to help bring a more inclusive society. I just don't think that by imposing like certain language standards on people, especially in certain things that people haven't, ex- people need to buy into it. You understand what I'm saying? I I, I, I guess that's, that that's what it is. And if the, in health, let, let me be clear, a whole bunch of those terms, the LGBTQ in Argentina didn't even, ex- didn't even own so it's like, it, 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 and I think that goes back to it. It's like, look, if it's a term that the LGBT community commonly used and that it's been like recognized, hey, this is how they refer to, hey, this is how transsexuals will be referred to. This is how, and that, that's recognized. That's one thing. But again, this was going back to like, some guys got into a meeting room and said, oh, we should, oh, we need them included. Let's just make up these terms. And the community's looking at you like, we don't want to be called that. So I think that's where this whole construct kind of like fell through cracks. Maybe there was a good intention behind it, but in the end, it was that that the guys that that set out. I, I'm going to say this: probably both sides are wrong on this argument. <laughs> the guys, yes, the guys that banned it and the guys that set it out in the first place. Okay, they're probably both wrong. Does that make sense? Okay. Yep. I, I mean, like, like I said, I think my, my take on this is, you know, language evolves, but it should evolve semi-organically, like with things that sort of bubble up from the bottom and get used more and more. Now, obviously lots of times when there's language change, it actually is people actively pushing for a change. Yes. Uh, and that's fine. Uh, and it, but you know, it, it, it It'll, it evolve. 
once people start using it, people start using it. However, that got right. Rolling. Yeah. Um, but like having anything from sort of, and I understand you have to teach kids like something about normative, I guess. But even there, like e- even in other areas, it's like, you know, I I, I look the like AAV African American Vernacular English. Like mm-hmm. th- there's also the thing where, you know, people go to school and they are taught that that's, they're speaking English wrong. Whereas actually like it's, it's almost a whole language of itself. It's got its own rules. It's, it's as valid as any other language or dialect. Uh, it's just a different language or dialect and how that's presented to people matters as well. Like it's, it, it shouldn't be presented as, you know, you are wrong. You are stupid because you don't speak English correctly. That that's not the right way to approach that. It's no, it, no, it, no. I, I I'm with you. Yeah. It, instead, I, I it's yeah. it's more it, now. It's perfectly valid to say like, hey, you know, let's teach you standard English but again, as well. You but know, again, but, but that's not even what this is. Yeah, this I, I hear you. I hear but you. you understand what I'm saying? I'm it's giving a related example. No, no, it's no, not, no, no, I'm not I'm saying, saying it's the same. No, no, but, but what I'm saying is that I would be okay is like, hey, the LGBT community, these are the terms they 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 use regularly to communicate. These are not the the standard language that every country uses. But in Argentina, this is the LG what the LGBT community uses. But as far as I can tell, none of those terms that they proposed are used in that used, community either. Exactly. Are used by that community. So you wind up with a community that's getting a whole bunch of terms imposed by a whole bunch of like people to try to say, Hey, we want to be inclusive using the terms. They're looking at the terms and you're like, well, we don't call each other that. <laughs> you know, so you, you wind up basically, you wind up pissing off everybody basically. Right. Yeah. It, 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 all of these kinds of things need to be, driven by the communities they affect yes not sort of you know some do-gooder trying to uh, impose fairness or justness from above or whatever it has to be it has to bubble up from the ground up rather than being imposed downward or whatever i I don't know it has to to take that it has to take that community into consideration of well and and i I keep coming back to to the I keep coming back to this in all kinds of different contexts. Um, I, I think, uh, you know, a few, a few weeks back, I re- I reviewed that book about the guy who went to like Afghanistan and, and Pakistan yes, and stuff. Yes. Yes. You know, and yes. and it, it, it's like, you know, it, it's not the great white savior kind of nonsense bullshit. You know, it's like, um, you respect people for what they want for themselves. It's, it's the old phrase, Nothing about us without us, which applies to all kinds of communities in all kinds of contexts. There shouldn't be some like, you know, people sort of talking down and saying, oh, I know what's best for them. Yeah. No. Right. You know, if you're going to be talking about some community, that community should be in the lead in that conversation. Not, 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 not a secondary helper, not, you know, a child you're taking care of. Yeah, if you are not a member of that community yourself, you need to step back and lift up their voices and let them talk for themselves. I I will say this, okay, and let me correct something. Yeah, I did find that some of the terms that they were trying to teach in Argentina are popular in the in the amongst youth in Argentina. Okay, I'm not sure how popular they are, 
but they are. That okay? changes a lot. That changes a lot. Okay. Because I was double checking because one of the first articles that I had said that these were, but, but no, the, the, these actually, uh, a lot of youth have been using them. So I, 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 I will modify my stance on this. I think that especially if people are like, it goes back to what you said. If people, this is what they are using, then maybe you don't teach that this is like the language that every country uses as the standard English language, but I or do Spanish. think it's, or Spanish, but I do think it's proper to teach them what, what those terms are, especially if people are using them on a regular basis. Yeah. Like that, that changes everything to me, right? Oh yeah. It's, it's oh, like, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I just it, double checked it because the one article that I had read when I read the other article read another one. I didn't, but I just double checked and definitely. And that was not mentioned in the, in, in there. Um, but yes, there is definitely a growing portion of Argentine youth that is using that language. And, and in that situation, I think it's absolutely wrong for like the sort of authorities no. to say, it, it, no, you're the, doing it, it wrong. No, it's the totally, it's a total, I mean, it's just, yeah, it's just, no, that's, that's not. That's not right. No, no. So, but yeah, I, I mean, I, you know, the, the one thing is that in, in, in the article that the, the two articles that I'd read before, but I went, I'm like, you know what, let me double check the big shook. But I, I, I found out that yes, it, it is, it is growing acceptance against the youth in Argentina to use that terminology, which by the way, good for them. By the way, okay. that they are being that they are being inclusive. I'm really happy because like I've mentioned before that it, it's not a society that in general I've seen. As a matter of fact, I, I mean, there have some songs that are popular that are just so anti-gay and other things that are, are that are popular songs that just I hear them and I cringe. Mm. Okay, um, and, and and so um, and some of the words used on a regular basis, but uh, if the youth are learning better, I'm like, fuck, I'm 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 I'm, I'm happy. Okay, the, so yeah. Then right. you can oh. adapt, Yvonne. Stop being I, a rigid I, stick in the mud. Adapt and learn if, from the youth. If they're using it, I'm 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 going to not be a stick in the mud and use what they're it, you know, exactly what, what I don't want is like like I mentioned, it's like the guy in the book he said, some asshole, but no, if they're using it, I'm 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 supporting them, I'm all for it. Okay, there you go. Okay, there you go. Okay, Yvonne, before I do mine, uh, I have to step away for just one second. I'll be right back. All right, I'm going to go get water. Yeah, boo. Okay, so my turn. My turn. Um, what do I have? A bunch of things to choose from. Uh, let, let's do the January 6th stuff. Um, so Jan we had... Six. I said sixth, didn't I? I'm just, I'm just reiterating. Oh, I am okay. Reiterating. I thought you were correcting like, me again because like, I, I went. Like, I kept saying well, January 9th for a nine. Yeah, I think you used G six. J J six J six. Um, I, I know for a while I was saying January 9th, and once you correct me and said June sixth, and it wasn't June either. January 6th, right. 2021. If I forgot, you said June 6th. No, you said June when you were correcting me I, for saying I January like, 9th. We're just, we're just fucking morons. I mean, whatever anybody, month it is. I mean, you know, look, you know, we're curmudgeons. Exactly. Right. 
Uh, anyway, uh, we had the last hearing of what they're calling season one. They have uh, announced that they will be doing more in September because there's more evidence still coming in. Um, this last time around focused on what Donald Trump was doing while the insurrection was going on, the sort of uh, whatever, 187 minutes, whatever it was, um, where you know, between when he left the rally and when he finally went out on the South Lawn to record the message that said, go home. Um, and basically we had known since the beginning that he was basically watching TV and cheering them on. Uh, you know, we heard rumors of that the day after it happened or even while it was happening, hell, you know, um, but, um, apparently he was also during that same time calling a bunch of senators, urging them to further delay the proceedings. Um, you know, uh, and I guess, and we heard more about, um, you know, just how scared the secret service was around, uh, that was protecting Pence and they thought they were in real trouble there. And so it was really touch and go for a little while. Um, and the valor, the valor, the valor displayed by Josh Hawley. Oh yeah. 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 And Josh Hawley ran. And so people made fun of that. Um, you know, and I'll, I'll be honest, like the, 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 it, this was, I expected the last one to be sort of a wrap up of everything. Just like the first one was an introduction to everything. And, you know, in between the, the daytime ones were sort of covering one aspect than the other than the other. This wasn't really a wrap up session. This felt like just another one of the daytime sessions, to be honest. Um, and it sounds like the real wrap up will be one of the ones in September. Cause they're also going to be putting together some sort of final report and they'll present that. And, um, you know, but it was still, uh, still powerful stuff. It's just, I feel like the, it, it, it wasn't, it wasn't quite the wrap up I expected, but I mean, it's not like they advertised it as a wrap up. They advertised it as what was Donald Trump doing in his dereliction of duty. I guess the, the, the wrap up of the story that they were telling, however, um, was really that it wasn't just Donald Trump failing in his duty. It was him choosing not to do these things because he wanted the insurrection to succeed. He wanted them to disrupt everything enough that the certification of the Electoral College would be at the very least delayed. Um, and he he didn't actually come out and make that go home statement until actually the tide had turned and it was clear he wasn't going to succeed. Uh, Mike Pence and all of the Congress were in secure, safe locations. The 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 police and the National Guard were starting to turn the tide and push people out. And it was clear that it wasn't going to work. And that's when he decided to tell people to go home, not one minute earlier. And even then, he didn't really want to. Right. Um, and, and and so I guess that's that's the main story of the new stuff in the hearing we did have also i you want to add a, i was going to move on to the secret service cover-up but do you have any more on the the actual hearings themselves and what your thoughts are not just on this I, week's I one but the whole, the whole i was 
I couldn't watch. Well, oh, on the overall eight weeks. Uh, on the overall, on the overall, everything they've been doing on the last month and a half to two months. I think they have been very effective, and I think they have been more effective than anyone thought they would be. Yeah. Yeah, um, they, they've outdone my expectations for they've sure. Way outdone everyone's expectations. Um, I I don't think that there was anybody that reasonably expected that they would be this effective. And they have really been effective. By what in measure? Getting, Just to be clear, in by getting what a message to a lot of people that were diehard Trump Trumpards. Trumpards, okay. But I don't know. Trumpards, Trumpets, Trump, Trump blowhards, whatever. You could see that their whole bullshit story about him. Okay, so they're not voting for Biden, but it sure as hell is is it is penetrating through that bullshit in some way. Not to a way that they're voting for a Democrat, no. But definitely to a way that they don't believe this shit anymore. That this was just so, some kind of spontaneous march up there. Um, and, and I think, I'm not saying all of them, but I think that there is a significant number of them that that facade has finally come down on. And if that's the only outcome of this, and so that it makes it that him being back in office makes it far more difficult than shit. It's, it's well worth it. Yeah. And, and like there, there were a significant proportion of Trump's supporters all along who were uncomfortable with Trump's antics and how far he would go on things and wanted him for the judges, wanted him for the low taxes, whatever, and were willing to put up with him, but would gladly take somebody else without those downsides. Mm, right. And and I think, you know, you're you're making that kind of person feel even more strongly about that. And yeah. you know, they they may still have like if a lot of those if Trump ends up being the nominee in 2024, they will go back to him. Yeah, they're not necessarily. No, let me tell you. Here's the thing. But remember, how this all comes down, and it's all come down in the last eight years, has been down to the margins. And so, look, yeah, yeah. if you've got enough of them, you don't need. You just need them to stay home. Yeah, you don't need. But here's the thing. You don't need millions. Right. You need just a few people in each precinct or whatever. Yeah. You know? And, and what, what I was going to say, though, is the opportunity is in the primary phase. Like, do you have people take another look and go for some other jackass Republican? Listen, right? can, I, can I be honest? I, I've, I'll say this before. I know I've you're, you're going to give your DeSantis thing. Yeah. Look, go. if I got to be stuck with an asshole, I'll fucking get stuck with DeSantis. Yeah. And, well, and I mean, I, I'm serious. I, I mean, I'll, 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 I mean, yes, I will roll my eyes. I will suck it up. I'll fuck now, it, now, whatever. But now, just God to be Almighty, just to please. be clear on sort of poll on 2024 preliminary, he's polls, pretty strong. He, well, DeSantis is doing much better than he did. Did he's closing the gap with Trump, but Trump is still ahead. Yeah, 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 yeah. But but look at uh, 
But look, that right now, at this point, and we've talked about this before, this is all based on name recognition right now. Okay? Mm. You know, at this moment. It I mean, hell, if we go back to uh this point in uh for the 2006 election, who was leading? You mean 16? Oh, whatever year. Fuck Jesus, 16. Sure, <laughs> go six. Actually, go to the you know, go 2006. Who was leading on the Republican ticket? I make a much more complicated question. Now I have to remember. Like uh, <laughs> who are the other the, candidates two, against McCain? Yeah, two, yeah. Um Holy shit, I don't know. Fuck, I can't, I can't answer that question. I, just, I, I love this. I, I just created a question that I can't, I can't even answer myself <laughs> without looking it up. Let me wait, wait, wait. Let me see if I... Come on, come on. Who the hell... Fuck, I can't remember who the hell else was running. I don't know. Okay, here here, here we go. Yeah, uh, yes. In, in, in 2008, um, the Republican campaign 2008 yeah. uh, hold on I, i'm getting there you know my memory uh <laughs> mike huckabee oh mitt romney made a shot and came in short and of course ron paul oh there you go uh let's so see who who else the, the, those are the ones who actually got votes at or pledged delegates at the convention we also had rudy giuliani Rudy! Duncan Hunter. Who the fuck is that? Alan Keyes. Well, we remember Alan Keyes. Okay, yeah. Fred Thompson. Well, he's dead. Jesus Christ. Is it um, Alan Keyes who? And then people who uh, dropped out before Iowa. Sam Brownback. Jim Gilmore. Tom Tancredo. Tommy Thompson. I think Tom Tancredo's dead too, right? I don't know. Whatever. But the ones who the ones who actually ended up with uh, pledged delegates after the whole campaign: John McCain, Mike Huckabee, Mitt Romney, Ron Paul. But in who that was order. leading in two years before? Two I, and a half I think years. it was Giuliani. <laughs> okay, my point exactly. <laughs> you see, I, I have a vague memory that it might have been I think, Giuliani. I think you're right. It was Giuliani. <laughs> So what the hell does it mean anything like right now at this point? Now, I know that Trump has the, that baggage, but look, let me tell you something. DeSantis this month raised $30 million. Just saw a recent report. This guy's getting national traction and money. A lot of people like this asshole. I mean, a lot of people. Jesus Christ, a lot of people. Okay. 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 I I looked it up. Yes. Yes. I've got I've got the RCP 2008 Republican presidential nomination polls. Yes. Yes. Rudy was in the lead until January 2008. You see, and then and then uh, McCain pulled ahead. You know, as soon as there were actually votes on the ground, and 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 I know that in 2006, the leader before. Trump was jab 2016 2016 yes. whatever fucking year one of those <laughs> I know 2016 it was jab I I I am going to look it up to verify let's see let's see look it up our RCP 2016 um Bush was ahead until yes. 
July 2015, and that's exactly. when Trump took over. There you go. Yeah. So. <laughs> so, you know, it's like it's all bullshit, like right now. Well, it's not predictive, but yeah, like it's 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 it's. It still represents something, but it's not a prediction of what's going to happen uh, it, in it, two and a half data, years. It's a data fact, but 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 the one thing is that look, we know that there's a couple of strong candidates there, and the one thing that I uh, that I'm uh, I Wa- have been Walker, Walker pulled ahead of Bush for oh, a, a little bit. I forgot about Walker. <laughs> there's another guy. Who's Christie in the was ahead for a little while. <laughs> there was even a point where Ron or I guess it was Rand at this point where Paul was ahead. There you go. Yeah. So look, ah, the, I, uh, I, the good old days, the good old days. Now, it, it, you know, we were just talking about just, just assholes, not, not, not treasonous ones. Uh, but you know, look, what I have been surprised about this asshole here is, uh, his ability to raise money. I mean, he's been getting. Yeah, 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 yeah. This guy has been getting a lot of support. That I, I, because he is an asshole. He's not that charismatic. But the thing is that for these guys, uh, he's their kind of asshole. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so. so- before moving on, uh, cause I, I want to get to, you know, the secret service and what DOJ is going to do and all that kind of stuff. Um, before that, I just wanted to, to mention the other measure of effects sure. on the, the, the public is, um, is the generic ballot for 2022 Republican mm-hmm. versus Democrat. Yeah. Um, now there are a couple of factors here, like that, the, the Republicans are still ahead, um, but their lead has declined in the last few weeks. Now, there are all kinds of things that might be affecting that. Some of that may be the January 6th stuff. Some of that may be uh, the Dobbs decision on Roe versus Wade. Some of that may be gas prices are coming back down. Um, but they, you know, a month ago, the Republicans had a 2.3% lead in that measure, um, and now it's down to a 1% lead. So they've they've lost a little bit of ground there, uh, but only a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. But is there an effect? Is it part of this? Is it is it just noise? It, it's really it's really hard to separate out those effects. I mean, if we're talking about um, control of the House in November, uh, this this change that I just described reflects to a slightly less of a big Republican gain right. in November. Yeah. Right. It's still the Republicans have a, a, a significant gain in November and take over the house just by not quite as much if this holds, but also, you know, we got, we still got a, couple, a few months, you know? So Here, here's the one thing about that trend. It, 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 go, it goes back to the fact that uh, gas prices have dropped, uh, a, a, a chunk like the last few weeks, uh, gas, you know, it, it, I, I, I just saw that my Costco for the first time in since before February has regular at under $4 a gallon. Okay. And so, uh, I, the, 
I have seen that that increase in support also, this this rapid like drop in um in gas prices, it's also coincided with that move at right. the same time. Yeah, I mean, it's clearly one of the potential factors here. Um, and like we've said before, this, yeah, all of these other things are in play, but there's a huge effect that's still like economy, 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 economy. Mm-hmm. If it's mm-hmm. if it looks like it's going in a good direction, then maybe we keep the people we have. <laughs> right. If it's if if I'm unhappy with the direction things are going in, throw the bums out. You know, look, I, I, I think that it's very difficult to keep the house regardless of even with the economy uh, where it is. But I do think that it does make it definitely much easier to hold on to the Senate. OK, uh, than the house because of how redistricting impacted uh, the, 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 you know, re- impact. Well, re- redistricting ended up being about a wash, but in the end. But but uh, but because. Because but, it's, but, it's but, not but, the, maybe it's not the redistricting itself. It, partisan but, but, sorting in general yeah, exactly. makes, makes the the house a much difficult, a much more difficult animal. Well, hell, that partisan sorting applies to the Senate as well. Uh, the models. But it's more that, at a state. It's more at a there, state model. There, there, have been, than, there have been several models that have been released for both the House and the Senate. And then I really want to get back to January six stuff. But uh, the and basically they all agree at this point that the Senate is pretty much a 50-50 toss up at this point. Yes. Uh, for who retains control uh, for the House, uh, it's like an eighty-five percent chance that Republicans Correct. take it. Yeah. Now that's not a hundred. That that leaves that little fifteen percent for it's the still early, but and it's still early, so you know, you but, know, but, so but th- it's still, and it's still right now. Look, that's that's the reality. Physics. It's an uphill battle to keep the house, no doubt about it. So anyway, so where do we start the subject again? Yeah, no, okay. But, but, so we 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 talked about the specific hearings and the potential political effect. The other things that I wanted to talk about are the Secret Service and what the Justice Department may or may not okay. do. Let me so be let's clear, do Secret and I'll, Service. I'll reiterate. First. Listen, there needs to be people in the Secret Service going to jail. Mm-hmm. A lot of them. Because it is looking more like we talked about this a little bit last week in terms of like it it, it sounded fishy. This all like right. we're gonna we're gonna do the uh that device replacement and everything was lost. Over the course of the last week, it's just looked shadier and shadier and shadier in terms of the timeline of this, in terms of what disappeared when, and and and, and it's need like to go to fucking prison because clearly, like even their own guidance was being violated, uh, in and it's just it's just and too neat and not, clean, and it, and this was not an just too many too many coincidences here. Yeah, this, this is, is not, not like, not a oops, fuck. oops, we, oh, we're so sorry. I can't believe it's gone. Our bad. You know. No, there's not one device or another device or we didn't save anything. They're all gone. And all it was, and, that, and, that legal, that, that they had a legal mandate to preserve. Yes. And frankly, even if they did not have a specific request from Congress, which they did, but even if they didn't, like they the fact that we preserved. Yes. This, this was a significant historical artifact period. 
And and oh, forget forget, forget the historical artifacts. The, the law said that those records yes. needed to be preserved. Yes, there there are laws on the preservation of various kinds of data, and this fell under them. And this is all. I'm sorry. This is them covering them up, and all the the people. There needs to be people going to fucking prison for this. Well, and one of the things that I was not fully aware of until this week is the head of the Secret Service is a Trump holdover as well. Mm-hmm. Was a Trump appointee. Until uh, who, all of a sudden, after all this shit started coming out, J6 went said, oh, you know what? I'm going to retire. <laughs> um, well, and, and the thing is also, uh, he was the, he was Trump's second head of the Secret Service. And af- and this this is one of the things where as Trump proceeded through his administration, he more and more was adamant about getting people who were 100% loyal to him. Correct. Yeah. You know, because at first he like hired some people who knew what they were doing and professionals and blah, blah, blah. And they told him that what he wanted was stupid and that he shouldn't do it. No, he- or, no, no, no. Not stupid. Illegal. Well, in many cases, yes. And he did not want people saying no for whatever reason illegal whatever you know stupid whatever you know don't say no just do it and so as we went on in the administration he was more and more careful about bringing on people who would never say no correct and who were 100% loyal and i I don't know about this guy particularly. I think we're going to find out more about him over the course of the next little bit of time. Um, but the fact that he was still in place is one of these sort of like, what? You know, because Joe well, Biden, why? Joe Biden did replace why? a whole bunch of his immediate, like his immediate security detail. He replaced a whole bunch of them out of suspicion that there were a bunch of Trump loyalists within that group. So like the people. And who I'm going to tell you, and I'm going to tell you why he didn't do it. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Because Biden didn't want to be the same kind of asshole Trump yeah, was. Yeah, I know. And that that is that has defined a lot of what Joe Biden has done. How that that postmaster guy is still fucking there. Yeah. DeJoy, you know? DeJoy. Yeah. Um and in a lot of areas where technically speaking Joe Biden could have cleared house, he wanted to sort of go back to the norms. I mean, hell, uh, Trump's last FBI director is still there, right? Right. You know, there are a whole bunch of people uh, that Joe Biden kept on because the traditional norms were that those kinds of positions could stay on and be somewhat professional positions and only reappointed at need. And they weren't like the same kind of political appointments as like the secretary of defense or even secretary of defense. Those those are sometimes kept on, you know, there there are certain positions that are automatically assumed every administration is going to replace them. There are others where the default has been that the old people stay on because it's not supposed to be a political position. And, and uh, Biden wanted to sort of, he was all about returning to norms, returning to norms, doing things the the traditional way and not. And you're, you're absolutely right there. But at the same time, I'm like. At a certain point, you have to accept that the last people were not put in there in good faith along those same kind of rules. And if they're. And you have to clear house. 
for some things. Now, now I'm not suggesting like there was an article in Axios this week about Trump administration plans that if he becomes president again, that he's going to clear a house throughout multiple levels of the bureaucracy and blah, blah, blah. I'm not talking that. But, but I'm talking, but, 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 and that's the reason why I know that Joe didn't do it the same way because that's banana republic shit. Yes, it really is. But at the same time, you have to at a certain point say if this person is in a supposedly non political role, but they clearly are political, then no, you have to get rid of them. You have Look, to get rid of them. I'll, 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 I will say this I didn't have any problems with Louis the Joy until I today got returned. A letter to United Healthcare addressed to P.O. Box, P.O. Box 30555, Salt Lake City, Utah, which I validated as their correct address. I have the right zip code and everything, triple checked it, returned to sender, not deliverable as addressed, unable to forward. Nice. And nice. I am just like, I have sent one of these every month for the last eight months because. Not because I want to. I tried to do their online form to submit these. It's so complicated that this was easier. Okay. And 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 it's it, it's I I tried. I I actually after I got this returned, I tried again, and I couldn't defeat their form. And so I'm just like, but then I'm about to go tomorrow to the post office and show them this envelope and say, what the fuck? Okay. So, 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 but for the most part, okay, Louis the Joy, what I can say is forget about the political pressure, is a guy that, if you looked at his resume, did have a background in this kind of shit, okay? He worked for Exo Logistics. They're one of the largest, like, package, parcel delivery companies in the US. So, this wasn't just the hack, okay? even if he may have been, you know, loyal to Trump. And I know that there was a whole bunch of stuff with the Postal Service or whatever. But look, the election went without a hitch. And I can say that, look, my mail ballots got delivered on time. And almost everybody I knew, they were delivered on time. Mm -hmm. And they got there on time. So as much as we know that we had suspicions about him, I, I don't think that you can make a clear-cut case that he did. he's done a completely incompetent job. Okay. So back to the Secret Service. Oh, we, oh, that's where we started. Okay. All right, never mind. Yeah, well, that's not where we started, but that's where we were. Oh, um, and that's the part where <laughs> that's you know. Okay. All right. So we're we're not even tangential. We're right now just basically meandering. Okay. Right. Well, yeah. I will just say we have completely failed at the notion of alternating <laughs> back and forth between like smaller topics. Okay. Complete and total failure. Okay. <laughs> uh, in any case. In terms of the Secret Service, I think it, it, you're absolutely they, they have announced that there is now a criminal investigation into what happened. I think you're absolutely right. There, some people are going to have to go to jail. There, there is clearly at the very best reading, they did not follow mandatory records retention requirements. And by but, the way, they still need to go to jail for it. Yeah, and, and by the way, it, like it. it the whole freaking Trump administration was flaunting those kinds of rules, but whatever. Um, but that's the very most charitable interpretation, but the way they're acting and circling the wagons and all this kind of stuff is just screaming cover up. Yes. 
It's 100%. like, what the fuck are you protecting? What are you, what is it? And, and we can speculate and like, look, the, 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 the secret service folks surrounding Pence apparently were really scared. They were worried about his safety. We've got the whole thing about Pence, not wanting them to take him away from the building and people implying, well, was, was some of the secret service in on it? And there was a plan to pull him away. And I don't know, because it looks like the people around him really were mainly concerned about his fucking security and making sure he stayed safe. Um, but, and then we've got the, 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 the jackasses who were in the car when supposedly Trump lunged at him and they have all, um, contracted private lawyers as of the last couple days. Uh, the, the, what a shocking development, the the two secret surgeons, the two secret service (laughs) agents, fuck you, uh, the two, the two secret service agents and the driver of the vehicle have all got private lawyers now. Um, and they've all fired up. Wow. All of these folks who, by the way, like a few weeks, wait, 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 a few weeks ago, going, you know, you know, thumping and say, Oh, this is all bullshit. You know, we're going to deny it. So now we've got all, they they were all, they were all all lawyered up. Yeah, they were all saying that oh they will they will of course make themselves available to the committee and testify under oath and blah blah blah. Now they're all lawyered up. Now I don't know. And the record wait, they're all lawyered up and the record's destroyed. Yes. Wow. How convenient. Now, for all we know, they've lawyered up so that they can make contact with the committee and arrange their testimony. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. The, the, the people I've heard interviewed from the committee seem to be uh, somewhat skeptical of that as well. Um, Gee, wow. I so, guess they're not as dumb as we thought. And, and, and we learned also, by the way, in this week's uh, conversations um, that with the committee uh, hearing um, that the motorcade, after it did go back to the White House, Trump kept them on hold, idling in the driveway at the White House for another 45 minutes, still hoping to get them to take him to the Capitol. I want to go to Mar-a-Lago and kick the shit out of that asshole. Just to fucking just to get it out of my chest. Why the hell didn't he? Why the hell wasn't he the one that fell down a fucking stairwell? <laughs> Jesus Christ, Yvonne. Okay. Uh, now, before we get a call what, from the Secret what, Service what, ourselves. What? You want me to wish? Wait, I'm sorry. I wish that if somebody was going to die, okay, it wasn't his ex-wife. Well, you, you, you just said you wanted to go to Mar-a-Lago. You just said you want to go to Mar-a-Lago and kick the shit out of him. Yes. <laughs> okay, Secret Service, if you are listening, he's not actually going to do that. I'm not doing that. Okay, <laughs> I don't want to go to jail. Um, if I, but if I knew I wasn't going to go to jail, I would fucking go over there and I would fucking beat the shit out of him. Anyway, um, yeah, th- th- it's just looking more suspicious by the day. And, you know, this is the kind of thing, too, where, like, if it was all innocent, why the fuck would they be acting this way? And, th- and, and you know, every once in a while, you're like, people are like, well, you know, maybe the truth could be misinterpreted and they're being, uh, you know, but it's, it's like this kind of thing when they, when it's clear that people are like doing everything they can to prevent people from understanding the details of what actually happened. It's almost impossible not to draw the conclusion that they're covering up bad behavior that shouldn't have happened. 
Now, what that behavior was, I don't know. If there is one thing that we have, we should have learned by now about this uh, previous administration and any leftovers of them and his entire, what I call, circle surrounding him, is there is that they're all a bunch of frauds and liars. Mm -hmm. And if these guys are doing this, it's because they're covering up shit that they know they did wrong. Period. End of story. Consistent, consistent throughout this entire, you know, our entire ordeal dealing with this motherfucker well, and the Secret Service has had all kinds of issues over the last few years as well. Remember, yes. there were some there were some issues where where agents were involved in some kind of what was it a sex and gambling thing somewhere? They, they had gone in Cartagena and they had uh, back in Colombia where I was at a whole bunch of hookers and yeah and, and, and there, wrong there, people and they covered up a whole bunch of the and shit there were a they, few other things as well that wasn't the only incident and there was a series of incidents and, and the, you know like what they're covering there are a number of things like it's not necessarily that they covered up they were part of the insurrection and they were part of the master plan although that's one of the possibilities they could have also just royally screwed up some security thing and it was a lot closer to somebody being killed than we thought it was like you know like pence look like Pen- i mean yeah. I, I i think that that's very clear i mean pence was under serious threat yeah so part of this may be just like they mishandled the pence thing and yeah it worked out in the end but there were clear places where they should have done something different i and think they that there are two or- clear things from what we've heard a number one you know, this whole thing about, look, uh, the limo thing and their denials, their mm-hmm. denials and how they said that they would under oath testify and how basically they've refused to do it. So that's number one. And the number, second number two co- is the destruction of the tax. Number three well, is. Well, no, no. But the second thing, you know, from that day, I'm not talking yeah, about yeah, from post, that day. OK, from that day is is Pence's security. Right. And what they knew about the threat. And. If they knew that they had screwed up. Right. So. And, and, and for all we know, like, yeah, you know, maybe they screwed up something with Trump's security on that day, too, that hasn't been yeah. revealed yet. Exactly. You know, um, I don't know. Um, all of these things are plausible. Um, and then the final thing uh, is, is, uh, is DOJ. And we've had. Some statements out of DOJ this week, or some reporting out of DOJ, I should say, that they really still, like, they'd been investigating various parts of this, but they hadn't really been taking seriously anything within the White House itself. Donald Trump himself, Meadows, any of those folks, they're they're looking at the the alternate electors. They were looking at obviously the people who breached the Capitol themselves. They were looking at the proud boys, all of that kind of stuff. But it seems like they hadn't seriously been looking into, did anybody within the white house do anything wrong until 
the J6 committee rubbed their faces in it. Yep. And now they're potentially ramping up, putting more people on it, et cetera, looking into those things. But it seems like, and you know, the, the charitable just justification is they'd been working, you know, from the low level people up and just hadn't gotten there yet. But the J6 committee is like, you know, look, look at this, look at this, look, 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 damn you, look at this, <laughs> you know, and, and basically rubbing their faces in it and making it so that Garland and the rest of the Justice Department could not avoid looking at this because yeah. they are basically laying out all sorts of evidence for at the very least the law that they keep talking about, about obstructing the proceedings of Congress and stuff like that. If not the, the, the more serious uh, conspiracy against the United States, uh, various insurrection related things, you know, this kind of stuff. Uh, and, and there's, they're putting so much out there that I think, and I think this is an explicit goal of the committee at this point is put so much evidence directly in the public record of wrongdoing specifically of Donald Trump. I mean, if they, if Meadows or somebody else gets implicated, so be it, but they, they really are concentrating directly on Donald Trump. And they're basically saying, look at all of this stuff. DOJ, how can you possibly not indict him? I, I, I think that that son of a bitch needs to be indicted. And there's a lot of things for him to be indicted about. Yeah, so just, many. So many. Not, not just, I mean, even not just, before just, January 6th, there was a shitload of stuff. Not, but, not, just, not just at the federal level, but I know that there's this investigation going on in Georgia as well. Yep. But also at the state level. Mm -hmm. I think that this son of a bitch needs to be fucking indicted. I'm hoping that these guys that uh, at the very least in the Georgia governor's election, at least these guys win the guys that were in place, the Republicans that he tried to throw out. And I hope those fuckers prosecute his ass. Yeah, I mean, the, the, they are the, investigating it. So the, the, the Georgia effort is our, is ongoing. They've sent target letters to all of the people who are set up to be uh, electors, uh, to, to be fake electors. Um, I saw speculation earlier today that some, some talking head lawyer on TV, I forget which one it was or even which network. Um, but they, they were talking about how they personally believed that yes, Donald Trump would be indicted, but it would not be by DOJ. It would be by what's going on in Georgia. Um, and we'll see. I mean, and I've said before, by the way, and I will repeat, and I, nothing that I've seen has changed this, that I think DOJ is slow. If there is, if there are going to be indictments of Donald Trump and or his inner circle, uh, it'll probably be next year, not this year. Uh, just because people are slow. I know a lot of people are like, God damn it. We want that to happen before the November election. And if, I if, if it does, I, I don't know if that helps that election. Because I, it I would, it, it would excite the, the yeah. Trump base too. Exactly. Uh, so I don't know if that helps. Yeah. I, I don't know. And I think we, we are nearing the point in time where DOJ and other people need to bet a lot of people need to be indicted. Yes, a lot of people need to be indicted. But what I was saying is we are nearing the point in time. We're not quite there yet, but we will be soon where the standard procedure is if 
what you're doing involves elected official type people. You wait until after the election, which is one of the reasons, you know, but you know, if, if Donald Trump announced early in September, he's still not running for something that is elected in November. So that would not apply to him anyway, by the way, but we are reaching the point where, you know, they are a lot of these agencies who could indict people will want to wait till next year. Like, um, but maybe, you know, look, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they'll squeeze some stuff in this year. I don't know. But I, I would bet on next year if anything was going to happen. But I, I look at this, and you are absolutely right. There are so many fucking people who need to be indicted. Yes. And absolutely, I think, you know, if if, if, you, if you had somebody who is familiar with all the laws, you, you could probably rattle off a half dozen to a dozen things that you could potentially indict Donald Trump for at the federal level. Um, covering, you know, certainly the January 6th stuff, but all the other kind of bullshit that we've talked about on this show for five years. Um, and it looks like a, a, a lot of his inner circle was involved in ways that might be indictable as well. You know, I, you know, Rudy, I mean, for God's sake, you know, oh God, we got Rudy, we got Roger Stone, we got Meadows, we got all kinds of people. Yeah, potentially pretty soon. We yeah. will have. Mr. Banyan in jail. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Banyan got his guilty verdict today uh, for being a dumb jackass as usual. Um, yeah. Anyway. Uh, I, I, I will be so happy. I, I don't really wish ill will on people. I try so hard not to do that. I actually, I don't feel good doing it, but. <laughs> in Baggins' case, I'm making a fucking exception. Yeah. Anyway, I yeah, want to see that guy in a fucking orange chuff suit so bad. Um. Look, I want I want to see so many of these people indicted. I want to see so many of them in jail. Like, I, of course, if there is if there are indictments, as I've said before, I mean the whole process is going to take years before anybody ends up in jail. I predicted before Donald Trump will not see a single day in jail ever. He will die before that happens. But um, so from your mouth to God's ears, <laughs> I, I think any he, he would keep that shit in court for years and years and years. And then, you know, at some point, I don't, I don't know. Uh, I, 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 but I think at this point, if DOJ does not end up with high level indictments and by high level, I, you know, last week I said at the very least like Meadows in that circle, but really come on. If there is not an indictment of Donald Trump out of all this shit, there is something majorly broken, you know, and I recognize the risk that such an indictment might entail. I recognize that it's possible that you, you only need one like Trumpy on the jury to hang the jury and keep him from being convicted. Right. Um, but I recognize the risk, but you have to do it. There have to be consequences. You can't try to fucking overturn the, the government of the United States by preventing an election from playing out in the way that it was supposed to and have no consequences. If you, if you go through something like January 6th, and all you do is end up in indicting the the assholes who actually broke the windows at the Capitol, and you don't 
a, you don't have any consequences for the people who actually came up with this whole fucking scheme and planned it and made all of these pieces come together. If you don't get those folks, then you failed and you're just encouraging them to try again next time. Okay. I, 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 I'm with you. And, and I think that we're moving in that direction at this point. Yeah. I mean, and, and Garland did reiterate this week. He's like, look, this is the most important investigation the DOJ has ever done in its history. It's the most important. It's the biggest. It's the whatever. We are going to do it very, very carefully. And we are not doing it in public. You know? And and so, yeah. And, and the, the whole back and forth that's been going on this is, is Garland being aggressive enough? Is is Garland being too passive? Is Garland being too concerned about like, look, oh, it's a bad I, I precedent know, to indict the say, previous no. president, etc. Look, I, I, I don't know. And the one thing is that, as we found out now with this investigation, is that uncovering the facts was a very long, arduous, and tedious process that there seemed to be quite a lot of people that attempted to thwart it at every turn. Mm-hmm. And, um, and still are Donald still Trump are. apparently called that one witness like two weeks ago. Exactly. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And so, oh, and by, by the way, he also called some person in the state government in Wisconsin. Oh yes. I did. Two weeks ago, it. still trying to get them to rescind the electoral they, results that, from 2020. The head, I understood. I think it was the head of the house. Something like that. <laughs> asked her, hey, I need you to invalidate the results. And she's like, uh, no. So still, still like. No to this fucking day. Yeah. And, and you think that I feel, you know, that I'm, I'm I'm bad about wishing that he had fallen down a fucking stairs rather than poor Ivana. <sighs> yeah. Anyway, uh, that um, was, you know, look, having had uh, uh, my, my father fall down steps. OK, I, I can see how that 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 was a horrible way to unexpectedly die. Yeah. And as much as I I, I don't, you know. All the things that I, I feel, I'm sure that this has to be a very grievous moment for her children. Okay. At this moment. Um, I think that they are been manipulated by his father into being in this whole fucking cockamamie scheme of his existence, which that's what it is. His existence is an entire fucking cockamamie scheme. That's all it is. But obviously that had to be very, uh, I mean, I mean, that had to be very, I mean, that had to be hard news to take. Uh, so I, I, I do, uh, I do extend that. But again, that doesn't negate to me the fucking Donald Trump. Fuck him. Fuck his assistance. And I will say it again. I wish he fell down the motherfucking stairs. <laughs> Fucker. But don't go down and try to kick his ass, Yvonne. Don't I do that. I will not go do that. <sighs> okay. Uh, are, are we done here? Yes. Um, okay. Uh, let, 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 we have the next. No, no, we're not going to do another segment. It's too fucking late. 
It's too fucking late. We we ended up be, meandering for for a, forever. Like we we were gonna do. Yvonne picks one, I pick one, and then break. And then Yvonne picks one, and I pick one, and then break. And, and, no, Who no. We, this what? This was me, but it was you picked one, and we went for like forty minutes. Then I picked one, and we went for like forty minutes. I don't, I don't, not not quite, but cl- fucking close. Um, so. Yeah, um, okay, right. I, 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 I think it's time to to yes. put this thing to sleep. Yes, yes. Or, or no, no, it's time to push this thing down the stairs. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> okay. Oh God. Anyway, um, yes, and we we have once we we once again completely failed to control ourselves and follow any sort of plan, and instead we just talk and talk and talk and talk. And uh, if for all of those people who are still here at the end of the show, thank you, thank you. We we love you. We appreciate yes. you. Uh, for uh, for anybody who's new, if there is such a person, uh, you can find all our stuff at curmudgeons-corner.com. Uh, you can find an archive of our show and you know all the episodes going back to 2007, I think it is. And uh, we can also, uh, you, we can, you can also find there uh, all the ways to contact us, email, Facebook, Twitter, all that kind of stuff. And uh, we would love to hear from you. And if you really like the show, you can drop us a few bucks at our Patreon, which is also linked from there. Uh, And at various levels, we'll mention you on the show. We'll send you a postcard. We'll send you a mug, blah, 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 blah. And importantly, at $2 a month or more, or if you contact us in any of those other ways and ask nicely, we will invite you to our Curmudgeon's Corner Slack, where Yvonne and I and a few other listeners are chatting throughout the week, sharing links, all of that kind of stuff. So, Yvonne, give us the, the one. top two. One? One. one. Okay, we'll fine. We'll go with one. 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 We'll go with one, because we've already run long. Uh, one. What, what, it's a good one. Okay. Yes, good uh, one. How many phone numbers do you currently have memorized other than yes. your own? Yes. And so uh, you fell in the uh, one to three category. Yeah. My my answer is there's only one I know for sure, which is my dad's number that he has had since I was in sixth grade. So that's a long time. <laughs> and it's been the same. It's his landline. It's been the same. I first memorized it when you had to memorize numbers. I didn't, you know, like I didn't have something I carried around with me that remembered the numbers. So I needed to know his number. Um, and then I have sort of a half, which is my wife's number. I generally speaking have told myself I don't know my wife's number. But the last couple of times I've tried to remember it and like I've written it down and then checked, I've actually gotten it right. So I might actually at this point have memorized my wife's two. phone number, but I, it, and which would make two. Um, I'm not entirely sure that I would 100% get my wife's number correct if, if I if like I was in a stressful position, like, you know, I lost my phone and I was in an accident and I needed to contact her. I'm not sure I could remember, you know, but maybe, but I have a chance. So it's between one and two. It's either one or two. It's one for sure, maybe two, but that's it. I know no other phone numbers anymore. I, and, and my own, obviously I, and I, I, 
I used to, I used to know a handful more numbers. I was never very good at it. I never knew very many, but I probably knew slightly more than that at one point. Like maybe I topped five at one point in my life, but, uh, but that's it. That's it. Like everything else I'm completely relied, rely. I am completely relying on smartphone technology where I push the person, I push the person's name when I want to talk to them. I don't know or need to know their number. Uh, so I am, uh, let me guess, solid. You're, you're 10 plus, you're 10 plus. I'm very close. I, I just like went and like guessed, like I'm looking through some names and I'm checking to see if I know their numbers. So for example, I know, I know my father's both cell phone and his home number. I know my sister's both cell phone and home number. I know my wife's number. I remember our friend's Kathy's phone number. I just double checked to see if I remembered by memory Rebecca's home number, and I do. Okay, mm. I just looked th- looked that up. Uh, uh, I know why my wife's number by memory. You said that already. Yeah, good, good job uh, repeating. So, so let's see. Wait. So <laughs> let's see. I, no, I thought I said started with my my sister. You, you started with dad, your father, your dad, my sister. Yeah. So my sister, my dad, my brother in Texas. Uh. Kathy, Rebecca's home number, okay, which apparently I still remember. So I am solidly in the uh, seven to nine. Probably, if I look up more names, I figure out that I I'm, I'm still in the in the ten plus category. It seems like it. And, and just uh, to but, be clear, but most that... of those, most of those are old numbers that right. people have had for a long time. Right. Definitely not anybody recent that I have met. Okay. That's for sure. These are all just old numbers. Uh, just people have had them for all the time. And my memory just has them still stuck in their head. In my and head. I think that's the key. Like the, the one I know for sure, my dad's is, is because dad. it's been the same number since I was a child. And again, back when I wasn't a child, when I was a child, I didn't have a choice. I had to memorize the damn number. You know, you didn't have another way to store it. Yeah. And and so I still remember that number. Look, and I I will say this. So I had, well, I had very early cell phones. Okay. mm -hmm. Now storing numbers on those phones was very complicated. Okay. And plus the problem was that, um, so the way it had, it's like, uh, my first cell phone, which is a 1985 Mitsubishi cell phone number. It looks like a brick. You guys can look it up online. Mm-hmm. It had about nine memory locations. The problem was that it was like, you had to remember, you couldn't look up people by name. It was like memory one, memory two, memory right. three. And so it, it it was, since you couldn't put the n- name associated with it, it's like you just stored a number associated with another number. So I never stored any numbers in there. Right. Just the, not very useful. So and, and so so by the way, the statistics on this, uh the, YouGov did a poll on this. Um and here are the results. Nine percent zero. No, absolutely no numbers at all. Zero shit. Zero. Nine percent. The biggest grouping is one to three. Which is where I am. 48%. By the way, even my son, 
is in the one to three category. He knows my number. He knows my wife's number. So even I, my I, son is there. I, I'm sure my son is a zero. Jesus, we make sure Manu knows our numbers. Yeah, he he he, he doesn't. I'm sure he doesn't. Well, just in case there's an emergency. Yeah, if if there's an emergency, he's he's lost. Forget it. He he will never find <laughs> us again. Okay. You know, that's just one of one of the things, you know. <laughs> he he will be adopted by ferrets or something, and you know, that's fine. Whatever. Well, that was like, what was that book? The one that we were talking about. Did they adopt him? Fam says, Oh, yeah, he's gonna be adopted. That's right. Yeah, no, no. Uh we'll yeah, so 20, 30 years later. Um <laughs> uh, anyway, I, I, he he might he might, he he would probably know our emails. Okay. All right. Well, that's not that bad then. Okay. At this point, that probably works about as well. Anyway, he could tweet us. Okay. So he could tweet. Okay. Okay. So he, okay. So, okay. He does. He will have a method of communication. It's just not a, not a phone number. Okay. All right. That works. Okay. So anyway, zero, nine percent, one to three. 48%. So that's Jeez. the biggest group. That's where I am. Four to six, 23%. Seven to nine, 6%. 10 or more, 8%. And my favorite, not sure. I have no idea how many numbers I know. 7%. There you go. So, yeah. But uh, I, I imagine, uh, and I, I am actually impressed that I think I might finally, after many, many years, be able to remember my wife's phone number that's pretty good yeah yeah so anyway yeah that was interesting you poll exciting uh give us feedback on how many phone numbers you know yes or or we could try to do one of those scams don't tell us how many numbers you know tell us the numbers i heard something today <laughs> about the ftc trying to crack down on that on unsolicited phone calls, yeah. Well, no, they were talking about specifically the scams. Okay, by the way, I just yes, I just realized that I also know Mireya's phone number as well. I just okay. double checked, so I'm definitely in the ten category. Okay, you're in the ten plus. But also, category. but also the elite, again, the elite. But also elite. again, that's a phone number. That's a cell phone number that she's had for like twenty years. Right. Okay, so yeah, I, all of these numbers that I know are people. They're like me that I, I've had my cell phone number for pff, Jesus Christ, 20, 25 years. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have no idea what any of your numbers are, Yvonne. Well, I guess I'm not going to be calling you me anyway, if you, but you, you text me, though. I do so, text you. you. But, you know, so but but basically, bottom line is that emergency services are not going to be reaching out to me if in case you're. Have you programmed your emergency contact information into your phone? Yes, I have. Okay, good. All right, so somebody will find you, and you won't. Every, everyone should do that. By the way, all you know, all of the major smartphones have a way to do it. Google it, look it up. Where if you are incapacitated and somebody pulls your phone out of your pocket, there's a way they can find your emergency contact information without having to log in as you. Yeah. So th that's worth doing. If you haven't done it, go look it up. Do it. And my phone keeps dialing my father as an emergency call on a regular basis. Nice, nice. Are we done? Especially Yvonne? when I'm working out. Yes. Are we but, done? But, yeah, we're done. Okay. 
<laughs> okay. Hey, everybody. Thanks again for listening, especially if you made it all the way to the end, because if you didn't make it all the way to the end, you wouldn't hear me thanking you. So why am I? Oh, it's so confusing. Anyway. Hey, everybody. Uh, stay safe. Uh, oh, COVID deaths worldwide are, are actually going up again. So like I've said for the last couple of weeks, if you let all your precautions stop and you know, Yvonne and I have kept wearing masks indoors in public, blah, blah, blah. But if you stop doing that stuff, you might want to consider doing it again. I, I will say that in Colombia, there were so many more people wearing masks that uh, than in, uh, in Florida. Oh God. Yes. Oh yeah. It's just, it's just so many more. It's like anyway, if if you've let down your precautions, if you've been eating out, eating indoor restaurants all the time, going to indoor events without a mask, going to crowded events, blah blah and blah. I flew wearing an N95 mask. So you might want to pull back and 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 start putting back on those precautions that you had before. Uh, deaths are heading up, but nowhere oh. near where they were. But they're still on an upward trend on a worldwide basis. The exact details depend on exactly where you are, blah, 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 as usual. Uh, but you might want to consider, like, uh, up your protection level, back up a couple notches, back to where it was a while back. Or upping the voltage, depending on what helps you. Exactly. And, it, and as long as you have that mask on, you'll be okay if someone pushes you down the stairs. <laughs> That's how that works, right? I don't think so. Oh. Anyway, everybody, stay hate. Stay hafe. Stay, stay safe. <laughs> stay safe. Have a good week. Have a good time. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. Bye.